This is a proud production of ITM Media. Good day to everyone out there. Long overdue episode of Rambling About Race and coming at you live from the great state of South Carolina, bringing you the latest and greatest, latest and greatest from the world of auto racing here. I am Matt Beamer here, flying solo today on this independent post-Independence Day episode, I should say. Preston could not make it here, unfortunately, but that just happens. Life happens, as in what happened between episode last episode which was right before the memorial day weekend the coca-cola 600 week and the big trifecta of weekend that we didn't bring you any updates on whatsoever because one thing led to another and it's just Preston and i've been busy just 100 busy and to catch you up on a little bit and there are really no excuses in doing anything but we got a few pieces of news here and i first must say this i apologize from the bottom of my heart for not keeping everybody up to date on whether it's social media or just dropping a two-minute show to tell you guys what's going on. A lot's been going on. I got promoted at work, so now I'm working not 24 on, 48 off. I'm working pretty much every day now for the most part. So that's been a big change in life. We aren't doing YouTube at the moment until unless Preston and I can figure out a way to do it because if you could look in my garage right now, it is chock full of front-end repairs and brake replacements, for a 88 Dodge D100, which is currently in the process of getting updated because I want to update it. I like the truck. It's a good truck. I want to put money into it. And putting money into it means putting time into it. So I just haven't been doing that. Maury has been sick. Caroline's been sick. It's just been one thing after another. But rest assured, we are back on a new schedule here because we here at Rambling About Racing have a partnership now with the guys from Blind Spotting Podcast, yes, Andrew, Travis, and Mike from the Blind Spotting NASCAR Podcast, and I and us here at Rambling About Racing are teaming up to bring you guys weekly content. So here's how it's going to work here. If you listen to last week's episode of Blind Spotting NASCAR Podcast, they introduced this new schedule here where they'll take a, a week and talk about that race so for instance they talked about the nashville race where ross chastain won and previewed the upcoming street course there at chicago we on the other hand are going to review chicago and get you guys ready for the atlanta race coming up this weekend for nascar now that's the way it's going to work we're going to go every other week so when you can't don't listen to us here rambling about racing tune into blind spotting nascar podcast next week and they will go review the atlanta race and get us ready for the new hampshire racing in turn we'll review new hampshire get you guys ready for pocono and so on and so forth throughout the rest of the nascar season and and i'm really looking forward to this this was an idea and, and they said it right on the show mike said I, I i i and i must be one to admit here i'm big enough to admit this that mike when they went to the every other week schedule, I said, what the heck, guys? And he said, oh, life took over with kids. You shall see one day. Little did I know I was going to be eating my words maybe less than seven months after that. I said, no, we're going to stick to a weekly schedule. That hasn't happened, it, obviously, considering that we haven't done an episode since 
the end of May. So the whole month of June was blacked out again. I apologize for that. Shouldn't, shouldn't happen again, but stuff happens throughout the course of the week. But that's what's going on here. Hope all is well out there for you guys listening on your regular podcast platform to finally another episode of Rambling About Racing. It's been, like I said, a crazy, crazy few weeks here. All is well, though. Everybody's getting better. And I'm just getting used to my new position here at the fire department. But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and hit into this episode of Hey Man. Or this, or, I said this episode of Hey Man. Uh, like, it's been so long since I've done this, ladies and gentlemen. This week's con- uh, segment, Hey Man. Folks, before we continue on with the start of Season 5 of Ramblin' About Racing, I wanted to remind everyone out there about our online stores at Teespring and Bonfire, where you can find the latest and greatest Ramblin' About Racing gear, such as t-shirts like the one I have on, hoodies, hats, or anyone but lineup exclusively at Bonfire, and so much more. Pint glasses for your beers and everything like that. Just head over to ramblingaboutracing.com under the stores tab. And there you can find the links to both Teespring and Bonfire. All Every purchase will help out Rambling About Racing bring you better content and hopefully more content at, at tracks around the country later on as we get there. So head on over to ramblingaboutracing.com. Links can also be found be found in the youtube video below or on your podcast description on your regular podcast platform below again all proceeds help out rambling about race and bring you better content in the future hey man Hey, man. And hey, man, here at Rambling About Racing, presented by Devos Outdoor Lighting. Head over to devosoutdoor.com. Use discount code Ramblin' for 10% off of your order. Those links can be found in previous YouTube video descriptions and just regular podcast descriptions below. And I would say use Ram- go to ramblingaboutracing.com. But we have foregone the website right now. It's not as fancy as it is. I, mean, I can't chalk. Again, it's been a crazy couple months. We're going to go ahead and forego the website right now. It is still up there. Links will be found in social media platforms. However, it is not ramblingaboutracing.com anymore until further notice. That's another big change that's been going on here. Like I said, a lot's been going on here in the past couple months here. We're going to start off with the Austrian Grand Prix for Formula One. Max Verstappen claiming his another yet another win here. In that Red Bull with Charles Leclerc finishing second and Sergio Perez finishing third. No surprise there. Red Bull domination. It has turned into me not complaining about Mercedes anymore and Lewis Hamilton as much it is as it is now complaining about Max Verstappen and Red Bull. They have found the winning formula there in Formula 1. They cannot be stopped, and it's going to take something crazy to happen for the second place driver in the standings, let's see here, Sergio Perez. I wouldn't even say he's a threat. But let's just say Fernando Alonso sitting in third right now to even be in the championship talks coming up here towards the end of the season. A lot of racing left to go, but I would not switch the bets from Red Bull and Max Verstappen right now. They are doing a very good job racing and, and counting off the laps and getting those wins and getting the podiums. Constructors' championship, I say, is pretty much 
locked up here with Red Bull Racing at 377 points. Their closest competitor, Mercedes, with Lewis Hamilton and George Russell at 178 points. You might as well hand Red Bull the championship trophy for the Constructors' Championship. And then before long, we're going to see here, let's see what's coming up here. We got the great uh, the British Grand Prix coming up here this next weekend. This weekend coming up here, I should say. It's going to be a fun race. I've always liked the British Grand Prix, but expect another Max Verstappen victory. I'd say maybe around Singapore is about the time you'll hear about the possibility and the in the most likely case scenario of Max Verstappen locking up that third championship in the row for Red Bull and himself. So not a lot for Formula One. Formula One is just one of those things right now. It's just, it is what it is. But then we get to this past weekend in NASCAR where we saw an excellent, and and I must say here, if you go back and listen to our uh episode talking about the upcoming 2023 NASCAR season with myself and the guys from here at Ramblin' About Racing, and I dare say even the guys from Blindspotting, I think we had them on doing a preseason show for this. If, if you were to tell me that Chicago Street Course would end up the way it did after its bumpy start, I would say you're full of it. There's absolutely no way whatsoever that this course, Chicago Street Course, can flourish and do well not in chicago when they had a perfectly good track an hour outside of chicago in chicagoland speedway which was a by far in my opinion a superior track than than any other track out there i think i'm going to miss chicago i've already missed chicagoland speedway this idea came from an iRacing let's just say a brainchild from somebody at iRacing who decided to make a street course out of chicago it was debuted in 2020 during the whole COVID, the height of the COVID pandemic, and it was a fun race to watch there. It's like, okay, it was fun. Me, it wasn't worth $14. I didn't download the track because, one, I don't like road courses, and, two, I definitely don't like racing road courses on iRacing. This weekend came up. It was coming nonetheless, and we just, I decided, hey, if it's going to happen, I might as well just see if I will enjoy this. Saturday for the Chicago Street Course was a complete mess in the Xfinity series. Cole Custer ended up getting the win, but not without controversy. An accident happened, which brought out the caution. And no, it wasn't an accident, folks. I will say that. I, I, I messed up on that one. It was weather, lightning within the area, that brought the cars down pit road, and then rain followed. It was just a wet weekend all around there in Chicago. Weather brought the cars down pit road, and then all of a sudden we have... A situation where it was less than halfway. I think it was two laps less than halfway. But yet, Sunday came around, and the city of Chicago didn't want the cars racing on Monday. Fair enough. We need to start sitting down and getting to a sense of normalcy. We need to up, open up these streets. We need to let people flow through. We need to drive on the road, in a sense. We couldn't race Monday. NASCAR was in a box here. The rain was there. The cars, I'm sure, were lined up on pit road there for the Xfinity race, and I don't even think they were lined up on pit road. I didn't see anything unless anybody else saw anything about that. And then we hear the news that Cole Kester was declared the winner because they needed to get the cup race started. Now, the race wasn't halfway, and according to J-Ski, they didn't even make it past halfway. So Cole Custer ended up de- was ended up being declared the winner here. And people were upset because the race didn't make it half past halfway, but NASCAR put in there with the stage racing here. If it makes it past stage two, 
or halfway, whichever comes first, the race is official. So NASCAR, I think, dodged a bull there, although I think they could have ran two extra laps on their caution. But I understand safety is a big concern there. If Lightning was in the area, it's, it's just not going to happen like that. There were only a, a three cautions on the track, one with fluid with the blow-up of Justin Marks there at the start of his engine. The 34 spun in turn one, bringing out another caution. And the weather-lightning delay brought out, ultimately, the final caution and brought everybody down pit road. They could have ran a couple of extra laps to put it under caution, but they counted that as stage two, and that was the stage two win. That's about the only thing that I could see them making sense of it, but it's still, at the same time, it's like, ah, oh, well, it is what it is. Now, right there, that started off the tone for the weekend for me because if I was there, I'd be pretty upset, but I understand, especially if you're new to the sport of NASCAR, you're not going to understand why this is happening like this, but it is what it is. Tomorrow's a new day. Sunday's a new day. They bring the cars down. They call the Xfinity race, Cole Custer winning that race, and then it, it, the rain and rain delayed everything. Now, they, NASCAR does have a wet weather package, but... Famously, my uncle called it the drizzle package, and that's what I'm going to say it is from now on. It, it is, in a sense, a drizzle package. There's, there shouldn't be any standing water on the track. For the Cup Series cars and the Xfinity Series cars cannot handle that kind of water pushing away from it at the moment, and I don't think ever can. So it was what it was. We, we got a delay in the race, and it was scheduled to be a 100-lap race. The Cup Series race was supposed to be 100 laps from the Chicago Street course. And we were supposed to see the cars turn 100 laps. Now, I am ha- happy about this. With the daylight fading, we did see the race get reduced from 100 laps to 75 laps, which to me, 75 laps was a perfect amount of distance for the Cup Series cars. The Cup Series cars did a great job, put on a great show. And with that winner, Shane Van Ginsburg, or as they call it, SVG, or sometimes you heard it, SVJ, on the broadcast there for from NBC, who did a great job calling the race, as they always do. First time out, already winning. And that, that was the talk of the town there on Twitter and Facebook. SVG winning the race. And it was such an amazing drive for him because he did it clean. He came into our swimming pool, that being NASCAR swimming pool, didn't cause a fuss, didn't cause a ruckus, and did what exactly what he had to do to win at the expense of Justin Haley, who put on a great show. Chase Elliott was up there in contention there at the end. I was pretty happy to see Austin Dillon slam into the wall because you know what? If you've listened to the show for a number of years now, you'll know that I don't like Austin Dillon, and it was what it was. But it was an overall good race. I was happy to see where everybody it, it, it turned out it turned from a disaster into something that could stick around for me i'm willing to see it in the second for uh, the chicago street course next year I, i'm eating my own words here but i'm happy to see what i saw now i will say this nascar do not let i mean you can only do so much with the drainage especially on a street course but i will say keep the everything the way it was but i will say if it is raining do something like that. I know a lot. I lo- the restarts in the Cup Series in particular and then in the Xfinity Series were single file, and that's probably the best thing that NASCAR did right there, single file restarts, and it kind of stings for the guys in the back, but, it, but that just shows that starting position is a lot when it comes to these street courses. And I will say that 
the 75 race distance was perfect. I think if it was another 25 laps, it would have just drug on. Yeah, strategy would have changed a little, but it, it is what it is when it comes to that. I, I thought it was a good race. There were nine cautions during the race. That one at the end with Bubba Wallace and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. ultimately brought out a green-white checkered, but that didn't really change the flow of the race. It was a, still a great race. And, oh, I'm, I'm eating my words here. That is a memorable racetrack. Shane Van Ginsburg winning his first race in his first time out. Unfortunately, he's not eligible for the playoffs. But he did say something there at the end of the race. He did say he has one more year in V8 supercars, and we'll see what happens. Will we see him back in the Cup Series? He's already proven he could win on a road course. How will he fare on the oval and, more importantly, Short tracks and super speedways like Daytona and Talladega. Only time will tell if he jumps into that seat. But will I be excited to see him in? Absolutely. That track house racing is a powerhouse. And it's going to be tough to stop him no matter who's in this seat. Whether it's Daniel Suarez, Ross Chastain, or SVG. We won't know until we know. But I, if I was Justin Marks in track house, I'd be digging my claws into SVG and saying, Hey, don't commit to anybody else. Commit to us. Talk to us. That's exactly what I would do here for that. But overall, surprisingly good weekend here of racing, except for the Xfinity Series and I think Formula One. But the Cup Series did not disappoint as much as I wanted it to. It was a very good race, a very clean race for for the most part for the leaders. I mean, a few times everybody messed up, but it's a new course. I mean, even Kyle Busch had issues. Kevin Harvick caused a traffic jam. It was just one thing after another, but it was it was overall, I think, a redeeming factor for that. And it taught taught me to keep an open mind, especially with new things like that. Not a, am I over the moon about it? Absolutely not, but will I give it a better go for next season? Absolutely I will. It was just one of those things I thought it was very, again, fun to watch here. Upcoming races here for Formula One and NASCAR. We got all three series back in action this weekend. The Truck Xfinity and Cup for NASCAR. The trucks will be from Mid-Ohio Speedway, or Sports Car Course, I should say. Saturday, April, or Saturday, April. See, that's how long we haven't done the show here. Saturday, July 8th at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on FS1. And then the big one from Atlanta, a very fast miniature super speedway race where track position is everything, and the, and the threat of the big one is always there. We saw that earlier in the spring. We saw that the last two races for, that, for NASCAR at Atlanta, which is weird here. Now, look at this. Now, now I'm not a conspiracy theorist, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Looking here on the schedule here, it has Saturday, July 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on USA. I'm going to screenshot these. This is weird here. Let me see here. Oh, man, it has it for both Xfinity and Cup. So, for, from the Atlanta Motor Speedway, if you look on your NASCAR app, let me bring it up here on my computer here and see if it is on NASCAR.com as well. And it appears to be up here as well this is crazy and again i'm not a conspiracy theorist but this this is pretty conspiracy theorist here if you ask me it already it has saturday july 8th at 8 p.m eastern standard time on usa for the xfinity series race and for the cup series race 
Sunday, July 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on USA. However, before the postings, before the postings of the race, it has the race winners already up here. Apparently, Joey Logano is going to start first, finish first. Brakislawski is going to finish second after starting fourth. Christopher Bell is going to finish third, finish after starting 10th, all the way down the line. So if you were betting, oh, oh, and we have this already. Daniel Suarez, DVP, Eric Amarola, accident, Kyle Larson, accident, William Byron, accident, Harvick, accident, Harrison Burnett, DVP, Chris Buescher, and BJ McLeod, both accidents. Folks, I don't want to put the tinfoil hat on or anything, but it, it, it looks like we already got the full lineup of who's going to win here. And that's the weirdest thing. In the Xfinity Series, the same thing. Look for Austin Hill to win in a very close finish, apparently, to Daniel Hemmerich, who had a good run, coming up here. Now, again, that's on NASCAR.com in the, in the app. Don't blame me. All I'm saying is it's up there. So if either of those guys win, Austin Hill and Joey Logano, this weekend, I'm going to have questions here. I'm going to have grave questions here coming up here in the next couple of weeks. In fact, what I'm going to do is take a picture of the top 10 for the Xfinity Series and take a picture of the top 10 for the Cup Series. And should they marry up? We're, we're going to be talking a lot here. I don't know if I'm, I've discovered something. I'm pretty sure this, this is the first time I've ever, ever seen this, ladies and gentlemen, but that is a weird thing to see. So needless to say, here's what I'm going to go for. I'm going to go for Austin Hill for the Xfinity Series, Jory Logano for the Cup Series, for the truck series, I'm going to pick Matt Crafton, even though we haven't heard much of him lately, have we? And for the upcoming British Grand Prix, low-hanging fruit there is obviously Max Verstappen, but I'm going to go with someone else, local ho- hometown hero, not Hamilton, but George Russell. I'm going to pick him to win the British Grand Prix. There should be a fun weekend of racing here. And by the way, the British Grand Prix will start July- Sunday, July 9th at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that is on ESPN. And crazy enough, they don't have their results up yet, but they did for NASCAR. Strange to me, ladies and gentlemen, but we'll have to wait and see on that one. I'm I'm curious to see what you think. Let us know what you think using the hashtag, what you think ITM. Is NASCAR rigged, or are are we just going crazy here trying to make something out of nothing here? And, folks, that is all I have because our, our good friend Preston is not here with, at the show this week, and that's okay. Again, he uh, there is stuff that's bigger than this show. We don't get paid for this show. This is a glorified hobby, and life just took over for a month. Hopefully, he'll be back in the next couple weeks in the follow-up of New Hampshire. The guys from Blind Spotting NASCAR Podcast will cut, recap everything from Atlanta and New Hampshire. Make sure to go check them out. And with that being said, we're just going to go ahead and hit our final thoughts and wrap up this week's episode. Before we wrap up today's episode, I wanted to remind everyone out there about a partner that has been with Ramblin' About Racing since we were called In the Marbles Weekly Racing Podcast and since we were on the Unhinged Sports Network, and that is Fanatics. Fanatics is your one-stop shop for everything NASCAR, for your favorite driver's t-shirts, hoodies, hats, die-cast, and so much more. But it isn't just NASCAR. I get my all my Alabama Crimson Tide gear from there as well as my Washington Capitals gear there as well one-stop shop for everything you need any type of sport you need links can be found under the sponsor tab at ramblingaboutracing.com as well as the under the podcast description 
and YouTube description, depending on whether you're watching or listening to Ramblin' About Racing. Head over there right now and get your favorite sports gears need for this upcoming season. Final thoughts this week here at Ramblin' About Racing again. Sorry, so sorry that I haven't been posting the show or anything on social media or anything. Life is what it is sometimes, and hopefully Preston will be back in the next couple weeks to bring back the normal flow of the show for everybody. But I hope everyone had a great and safe Independence Day holiday, 4th of July holiday. We had fun here. I hope everybody still has the 10 digits on their hands and nobody got themselves hurt playing with fireworks because I used to be the guy playing with fireworks and now I'm the guy being safety over the fireworks. That is the def- textbook definition of irony right there. And that's life sometimes here. But we're going to go ahead and get into our fantasy standings here from In the Marbles 2.0 here from our fantasy online league as well as this week in NASCAR get everybody back on track. I'm not at the bottom of the standings anymore. That is taken up now by B-Nun 3 and 14th, Smoking Woody in 13th, Money Train Moon Rovers 12th, Sassy K-, K 11th. I'm in 10th, so moved up a few positions. I'm not in anymore, so that's good. Super Sumo 32 is 9th, Grocery Getter 6 is 8th, TS Pro Mod is 7th, the Sports Stove is 6th, Chuck8384 5th, S-Blades 4th, Matt Camper 3rd, SMR Operations is 2nd, and DraftKings Research lineup in the league, commanding lead with 3,010 points, rounds out our In the Marbles 2.0 standings. And for this week in NASCAR, we go to July 4th, 1987. Bobby Allison blasts out of the middle of the pack, roars past Ken Schrader with two laps to go, and wins the Pepsi Firecracker 400 at Daytona. Allison is running 13th with five laps to go, but makes up the deficit and drives for an impressive triumph. And that happened July 4th, 1987 from the famed Daytona International Speedway. I kind of wish they would bring back the July 4th race. I can understand why Daytona is now a cutoff race. It's a little bit more excitement there. But I do miss the July 4th race. I really do miss that race a lot. But, folks, again, next week, check out Blind Spotting NASCAR Podcast for all the recaps for Atlanta and the preview of New Hampshire. Put those aluminum foil hats on, too. If Joey Logano, go check out NASCAR.com and, and over on NASCAR in the app and because it'll give you the full race recap and everything. It is the craziest thing I have, I have ever seen. It almost looks like they have a video, too. Wow, it's just crazy. Like, they have everything there. But, yeah, they have everything there. So, if Logano wins, don't, don't, don't be surprised here. You heard it first here at Ramblin' About Racing. It's weird to see. I mean, I'm looking at this video right now. Oh, my gosh. And this has to be from the spring, ladies and gentlemen. But it's, it's dated now. So, let me see here real quick. I might be just losing my mind here, but I, I think I'm. I, I think I am losing my mind here. 
I don't know why I'm going down this rabbit hole here with you guys, and, and I just don't know what to do. I just don't know what to think here because I know they raced Atlanta earlier this year. Las Vegas, Phoenix, Circuit of the Americas, Richmond, Bristol, Dirt, Talladega, Dover. It might just be – I think I might just be seeing something weird because, again, I think that's from earlier this year. For some reason, they have it right there. Apologies, folks. I, I went down the rabbit hole there. But anyway, regardless, check out the guys from Blind Spotting NASCAR Podcast. They'll bring they'll recap everything from the Atlanta Motor Speedway as well as preview everybody for the upcoming New Hampshire race, which will go on. Well, folks, I have nothing else for you, so we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of Rambling About Racing. And yes, we are back here again. Sorry for the delay. Thank you so much for tuning in. But appreciate you tuning in on your regular podcast platform. Really do appreciate it. I'd like to thank our sponsors for the show, Stand Up to Cancer, Fanatics, Devos Outdoor Lighting, and Extreme Sim Racing for all they do for us here at Rambling About Racing and what they do also for Belly Up Sports as well. Thanks to the guys from NASCAR Racing Podcast that took on this every other week thing and really going to help us both out. Really do appreciate it. Go check those guys out next week and hope that Preston will be back here to cover the New Hampshire race and get us ready for Pocono here in the next few weeks. For myself, Matt Beamer, nbeamer22 on Twitter, and for Preston Lou, P underscore Ludo on Twitter, stay safe and have a good rest of the week.